0: Welcome to a dialogue on accountability in the digital age, a dialogue with representatives of a global multi-stakeholder community.
1: And I'm your host, Fritz Wisselmaker, and today I'm delighted and privileged to have a conversation with Olivier Crochat. Olivier, welcome to the program.
0: Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here.
1: Let me introduce Olivier to the audience. Olivier, you are the Executive Director of the Center uh, of Excellence for IT Security and Personal Data Protection. Um, And that is part of the Ecole Polytechnique Federale de Lausanne. So you're based in Switzerland.
0: That's correct. Uh, The center is called Center for Digital Trust. Yes. ODT and and our main activities are around the cybersecurity, of course, but also uh, personal data protection and transparency in the use of the digitalization and the tools.
1: Okay. First of all, let me just start by uh, inviting you to sell uh, tell a little bit more about the center, why it was set up and what the objectives are.
0: Yeah. the. EPFL, so the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology in Lausanne, we are a technical school and, and we do a lot of research and, and education in, the, in this domain, IT and, and cyber and data. And the idea was more to, to, send, and that's why we have centers at EPFL, is really to do this interface between academic research online, on the one and, and then also the other players, which are industry and the authorities. So we here centers like ours are here to do this interface, this uh, place where everybody can discuss those um, those new uh, technologies.
1: Excellent. I understand that uh, your center has about twenty partners, thir- uh, uh, thirty seven laboratories. Uh, who are your typical partners who uh, who join? Uh, welcome you.
0: Yeah, we have uh, we have different types of partners. We have startups. Uh, we have a few of those and more larger companies uh, like uh, Kudelski or uh, um, uh, Roche, for example. Uh, Microsoft is also one of the uh, well-known. Um, but the IE is also not only to have, um, uh, let's say, for-profit companies, but we have also not-for-profit or uh, organizi- uh, or governmental organization like Arma Suisse, the uh, International Red Cross Committee, or Fondation Mamba. Okay. Now, wh- wh- I'm hearing uh,
1: a couple of international organizations, uh, but also a number of Swiss organizations. So, uh, what's your focus area? Is that Switzerland, Europe, or global?
0: The, the focus is global. Uh, the the uh, of course the uh, digitalization and the um, the consequences of digitalization are, are global. So we, we take advantage of the, um, let's say, democratic, stable and neutral country that we're in Switzerland. And the idea is to, uh, to, to be the place to discuss those issues without having any uh, background or a hidden agenda that other countries might have.
1: Okay, no, I got that. Now, um, what's the key reason why this institute is needed? Why, why, why was the center form, uh, form in the beginning? Um,
0: that's a good question. I would say that the, the point is any new technology uh, or anything we can do in the digital world on the technical side, it's it's it could be used for good or for bad. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we try to, to to develop things for good and then there are some side effects or unknown or unexpected thing, uh, usage that are for bad so the idea is really to be here to ensure uh, first that what we do or what the uh, the uh, scientific research uh, do is for good and also to maybe to uh, more um, raise awareness of the uh, legal or uh, political um, uh, partners on 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 the things that comes and how to support them in and ensuring that it will be done for good.
1: Excellent. By the way, when you talk about for good, that reminds me also of I'd say the next door neighbors, the ITU in Geneva, who run the AI for Good uh, initiative. Uh, is that also something you're looking at? Um,
0: we're not directly. In, there is a center for AI or for intelligence system at EPF yeah. that that covers. M- more of those AI in general that could be used for any type of, of usage uh, we're more um, when we consider AI it's more on the um, on the how could it be used to attack yeah so how to protect or how to protect uh, misusage when you develop some uh, uh, some algorithms and, and then you might leak. Uh, private data by training them or things like that uh, on problems in anonymization. And that's where we try to uh, to improve this model to support the research on this side.
1: Okay. Um Before we go into the research, or maybe that is part of the research question, uh, what are the key differences between the offline world
0: and online world? Hmm. Um, i would say maybe two things first one the the offline one is um i wouldn't say offline but online yeah the online one is really without borders government uh you have some rules but uh, you might have actors uh from completely remote places acting in a country or did, providing services without respecting those rules and and uh, it's it's a lot more difficult to um to ensure that all the players are respecting local rules. Uh, I wouldn't say one is better than the other, but it's really respecting that on geographical and, and uh, authority side, than in the real world where it's easy to see whether a product you sell, you sell it in a, in a country or not. And if you are based in that country or not. Yeah. So um,
1: the, the fact that uh,
0: in cyberspace,
1: we don't have those physical ba- boundaries, the geographical boundaries, that's the key difference as far as you're concerned.
0: Uh, physical okay. and also legal or uh, governmental law okay. and uh, yeah, yeah yeah okay and uh now if
1: i go to your website i see a number of research projects uh carried out um what for you are the most significant topics at the moment uh, which uh, requires research
0: yeah um we have indeed um you mentioned these uh 37 labs so it's it's more than 400 uh, researchers phd postdoc and professors working on those subjects um from what we've seen that the um the research interest maybe not the research one because uh, research are doing things for the future long term but we we see the focus from our partners and maybe uh, the governments the authorities and and what they look for and what they contact us for uh, there there has been a shift in the last 4 years from from uh, digital ledger, ledger technologies and and blockchains yeah. to to more uh, privacy uh, enhancement technologies, the, what we call the pets, and and also AI, uh, misusage of AI, biases, and, and how to ensure that there is a fair and, and ethical usage of AI. That's definitely th- something we we see. And the other one is more. I wouldn't say it's more. It's really research oriented. It's more uh, practical usage, but it's of course cybersecurity. When the when you have those attacks and everything. Um, Uh, how to ensure the the security of of, uh, digital infrastructure or even physical one that have a digital part that could be hacked or attacked.
1: Yeah, that's actually a nice segue to a question I had for you because we tend to have this discussion quite a lot about the software side, uh, but also the hardware and the the physical infrastructure is just so much a part of the complete digital package. Um, So, do we sometimes forget that we also have hardware a legacy uh, old systems which things run on i think it's it's
0: a really good point yeah, we talk about digitalization but uh, digitalization is it's a concept you have physical infrastructure to allow this digitalization when when you say oh my data is in the cloud it's not in the air it's in data centers it's on servers hardware it's and, and then you to have access to it, you, you need cables, you need a mobile phone, or I don't know what. So you're right to the point. It's We talk about virtual space, but it relies only on physical infrastructure. And and that's, that's a major issue. And we are quite aware of it. I think with, with what happened lately, yeah, that's true.
1: Okay, and uh, g- given your experience, um... Do you think society is aware enough uh, that we have an issue with uh, digital technology, and that is uh, where the, that digital trust might be d-
0: d- diminishing? Um, it used to be the case, to be honest. There were some uh, lack of, of understanding. But I think with, the, with what happened, uh, First, with the uh, Cambridge Analytica, scandal, yeah, you can interfere, you can manipulate opinions, and you don't have to do that for ninety uh, percent of the population. If you just target the right four or five persons, it's enough to move from one uh, one, uh, let's say, candidate to the other uh, in a, in a country and i think that's uh, that's uh, when people started to say oh yeah we need to uh, it might be a problem that was the first thing but then what really was the thing it's the uh, war in ukraine and and there you you, you see that physical infrastructure that uh, manipulation or even the cyber attacks uh, could be a problem you have a lot of countries going back to this sovereignty mm-hmm. uh, we need to be able to um, to um, to be self-sustainable. But then where do you place the cursor? Where is it? Is it is it on the application? Is it the servers? Uh, we mentioned the physical yeah. infrastructure. Yeah. The, the, the chipsets, where, where do you stop?
1: Yeah, uh, and does your research, I mean, you uh, hit on something um, which I find quite interesting, the, the self-sovereignty. Uh, has, has there been any research done on Uh, you you see in Europe now, okay, we need to be a self-sovereign entity in Europe. Um, Is that good or bad? Because the the good side is, okay, you're still in control of your own technology. Uh, But the the bad side is you're isolating yourself from the rest of the world. And that's the one thing which internet technology, as we described, actually offers as a benefit that we are connected.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's the point where... Yes, as you say, you, we, we were like in a completely connected world. That's fine because uh, each of the places uh, is specialized in one or the other and then we can interact and we share and we uh, we everybody's, there is this growth, uh, ongoing growth. I think we, we might have reached the end of this thing. But then the problem of some renting you mentioned, yeah, I, I could do everything standalone. It's not true. Uh, at one point, you, you won't have the either gas or petrol or the uh, the um, rare earth you need like uh, to to develop your chipset so even if you you manage to develop your own chipset you might end up uh, missing something for your uh, batteries or for your uh, developing that so there there will need to be some exchange at one point or another and and if everybody is just acting only for themselves and not the other then we will be in trouble for sure <laughs> yes
1: okay and by the way is that part of your research or is it could that be research is that part of your charter
0: no. i would say it's important but we are not uh, we're as mentioned before we're technical school so we're really okay. acting on on uh, basic science or ba- science, uh, what we okay. call de okay. base, like mathematics physics uh, chemistry or computer science or uh, other application robotics and things like that so we develop new technologies, but we might be missing or not. We are missing. We're not a school that develops the, uh, ethical standpoint, economic standpoint, or uh, matching like risk analysis, governance, or uh, legal. So that's why also we have this century. We're here to bring the technical side to the table so that people discuss together, but we bring experts from all the other fields to to, to have this like uh, different... Uh, lights or uh, points of view and and trying to see, to to discuss those topics. Okay.
1: Uh, I I realize what you're coming from. I still wanna challenge you a little bit on this uh, when it comes to how are we going to uh, organize governance in a digital world? Uh, One of the reasons why the Institute for, uh, our Institute for Accountability was set up is the concern about the growing gap between uh, the fast development digital technology and the legal framework, which could not keep up. So um, you see global debates, okay, well, how are we going to deal with this 21st century issue? Um, Is that um, rethinking uh, legal frameworks, you you do see discussions going from, okay, let's go from, for instance, rule-based to principle-based legislation. That is in itself already a good thing to do uh but they also see opportunities to look at organizing governance using technology and is that something you look at
0: um, that's that might be <laughs> that might be a bias that the uh, the people working in the technology have uh, it's it's there is the this type of thinking that uh, no, it's problem. We can fix that. Yeah. We always have, uh, there are always technical solutions to a problem. Yeah, we can fix that. We, we can do that. Uh, no, it's not problem bias. We can change that or we, we can adapt. And yes, we can <laughs> on the technical side, but you always find solutions for misuses also. And your people not fixing, but trying on, on the contrary, trying to to find breaches and things like that so you 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 cannot avoid uh legal governmental uh, policy discussions and, and governance discussions and, and at one point that's where you you will really set the framework and you and then and then you have to to have ways to to punish people that are not respecting those rules yeah, yeah. true
1: yeah now that still requires law you're not going to use technology for that, but you might be able to use technology to identify who those people are. Those organizations yeah,
0: then, then yeah of course, then yeah. you can uh, you can improve the technology to uh, uh, but it's an arms race, you know uh, we try to improve yeah. how to do fakes yeah. and then we improve how to detect fakes and then and then yeah of course. yeah
1: now uh, in your view, what are the biggest uh, threats for accountability uh, when it comes to digital technology? Is that that a question your institute uh, uh, actually addresses or not?
0: Yeah, not directly. That's not. uh, We we can provide maybe tools, as mentioned, tools to to identify. But I think it's when we talk about accountability, it's really up to to the country to say, or or Europe, or let's say government to say that's what we said. You can be done or cannot be done, and who is accountable for what? autonomous driving uh, is it is it the the software manufacturer the the, the car company or for example things like that yeah. of course when we talk about um uh, cyber uh criminality uh, or or and then then you end up in this type uh, this gray zone where uh, countries say no we should not do that but on the yeah. other hand uh, i'm there are some teams in my country doing that, uh, or I don't want to, uh, we don't want breaches or, or backdoors, but we are still developing some. So that's where it's, it becomes a bit more difficult because you you never know whether a country really wants to promote things or whether they have a, well, I've talked about hidden agendas, they might have some. So that's um, that's sometimes difficult.
1: Okay. Is that also some, uh, this, uh, Are these the type of discussions you have with your students? Uh, I mean, because uh, this—I mean, it's—I'm uh, making some assumptions here. But uh, when you have this type of research with your students, uh, you can also train them to build accountable desist- uh, systems uh, from scratch and by design. Yeah
0: there are of course some discussions and i think uh, epfl is really into uh, sdgs and 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 uh, ethical uh, mm-hmm. kind of of uh, being an engineer within this uh, really yeah. thinking about what you're developing and and we do that of course yeah we do that and, often. okay the, and the uh, um, the people and to the companies you work for and, and yeah.
1: yeah are there any guidelines or a global set of standards you uh, suggest we should all adhere to
0: um, I'm not sure uh, there might be something uh, to be
1: honest I'm not sure uh, I don't know okay now for you what um, how does your what, what's your idea of an ideal world um, uh, like do you have a picture uh, which you describe you should look like this is how the world should look like and this is our role to play But let me rephrase the question. When it comes back. I mean, it's a center for digital trust. What's your definition of digital trust in this case? Who trusts what and what are we trusting?
0: Yeah, I think you are, we should trust the technology. And, and, but I think it's, it's, it's a good point yeah. because when we talk about trust in technology, it's because trust is it's a human uh, feeling. Yeah you cannot say uh, okay you you check a few boxes and then you trust or not it's it's in your brain you trust somebody because somebody told you to trust that you trust the service because you feel that but you cannot you you cannot just say over the threshold i don't trust and and uh, this one i trust so uh, it's more most of the tools we developed and we call yeah we can trust but it's uh, it's more the, the zero trust. <laughs> it's more we don't trust people, we don't trust uh, data, we don't trust uh, storage. So we try to develop things where we ensure that uh, even if we, if everything is uh, not acting as we would like or trying to spy us, our technology will ensure that we still are in, in total control of our things. So it's we're talking about trust, but we're trying we're developing technologies that. Alleviate those barriers or so, uh, remove this yeah. the need for trusting people. Is it good? Is it bad? I'm yeah. not.
1: Okay. No, good, but it's a perspective. But if, if if you state, okay, we need to trust digital technology, um, that also rings to me the need for transparency. Which you agree that we need to be transparent what we're doing.
0: Yeah, and it's also this trust comes from yes, we 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 have this transparency. It's open source code, or it's we we see the algorithm, and we trust. We have people we trust that say yes, if it's on that way, there won't be any uh, leakage problem or backdoors or anything, or there won't be any uh, that that's or yeah, the algorithm was developed. Uh, in a fully transparent way, oh, it BS badly, but it was not done on purpose. Okay. Uh, we There was a good faith when we de- they developed them. We can fix that or we can try to improve that. There was always some ways to improve, of course. Okay. And and maybe... An, an, oh, go ahead. Uh, something I, I find interesting is that there is a tendency also to say, oh, uh, you developed that, but it's not trustful because there is, in this case, it's not working or we could, you, we could fool the system. That... Most of the time you see that the, 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 what has been put in place is a lot better one than what was in place before. And people always complain, ah, it's not yeah. working there. Yeah. See, yeah, but it's, it's, it's a lot better than it yeah. was before. And, and you want the 100% assurance We were at uh, 25. We've come up with a solution at 85. And you complain that it's not 100. Come on. it's it's already better.
1: Now, I I understand that. uh, I very much recognize that discussion. Uh, So as long as a human is involved, uh, mistakes can be made because mistakes are human. But the minute we uh, turn it over to a machine, then mistakes are not made. Then it's a faulty system. So that's also a part of maybe education that... uh, uh, we need to understand as society that uh, systems are not flawless, and uh, so trust in the system also is accepting uh, that uh, particular case.
0: No, um, it's exactly that. I'm fully aware that when you had one human doing a mistake, uh, that happened. Uh, your bank account is information is, yeah. is given out or something. It's one bank account. If yeah. you have a system handling millions of things that has a problem, then it might affect a lot. One single mistake could affect a lot more people or uh, data, or I don't know what, in, in a fully digital system. That's, that's for sure. Okay. But it's also easier to fix. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, now, I don't want to put you on the spot, Olivier, but I still want to ask you the question uh, What for you is a relationship between digital trust and accountability?
0: I think it's, it's really up to what you said about transparency. It's, you set up things and, and in a way that is transparent enough to say that's what we plan to do with them and, and we, we give you a way to, to, um, to, to uh, check that. Um, and and that's, that's a real uh, thing because, yeah, there are some, some companies using your data Mm-hmm. Fair enough, as long as, as it's clear how they use them and there are some maybe some guidelines, some um so that it, they are not used wrong and we have maybe people auditing. I don't need to audit and I will not, I'm not reading all the small characters in the general condition. I will not audit my data or the way an algorithm is doing or not. But if I can trust that a company or an NGO or a foundation can can check that or, or specialists and I, they say, yeah, it's it's fine. We're fine with that. Then I will trust those to represent me and the, the civil society as a whole or something like that. And, and if I could even trust the... Yeah, it's trusting the government also. We have a lot of people losing confidence in the government. Yeah, we don't trust the government. We want... Fully, uh fully, uh, let's say, uh, voting systems where the government is not in charge. Sorry, in Switzerland, in other European countries, you should trust the government. If you start oh. not trusting anybody, then then there is a problem there. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, and to what extent are, I mean, and I recognize you of myself as well, living in the Netherlands, uh, you living in Switzerland. Um, to some extent, people could argue it's a luxury being able to trust your government from where we live. But we have seen examples around the world where you may not want to trust your government as default. Yeah, that's true. So then who to trust?
0: Yeah, maybe the technologies, of course. If, if, you, if there are things developed that could be used by people yeah. to, to, to overcome this, uh, this problem. But in, in the end, it will be up to people to get a government that they can trust also. It's not okay. an easy task, but it's. I'm sure it's. It's really yeah. difficult in some countries, but that's where it, we sh- you should aim. You should aim at. Yeah.
1: Okay. Hey, final question for me, Olivier. Where would you put your effort in? Where, what What would be your recommendation? People viewing this. This is the first thing you need to do to build digital trust.
0: Right now, I would say data usage, personal data, any type of data. How to ensure that it's those data are not in the end of a uh, very few companies that have huge power in in the way they could use that but that those sets of data could be used by others to develop uh, for good really and and to be to be used to develop new things that are for good
1: okay fully understand where you're coming from and um uh... Okay, in this case, I'll uh, I'll actually give my own comment there. I, I fully agree with the, what you're saying there. So uh, Olivier Grouchard, I want to thank you so much uh, sharing your insights, what your center is doing. Uh, we'll make sure that people are aware and being able to find your center when they feel this, uh, this uh, interview, this dialogue. Uh, so again, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It was a pleasure.